Blog Talk Radio. As I lay me down to sleep, I hear her speak to me. Hello, Mari. How you doing? I think the storm ran out of rain, the clouds are moving. I know you're happy, cause I can see it. So tell the voice inside your head to believe it. I talked to God about you, He said He sent you an angel. And look at all that He gave you. Yes, for one, and you got to. Mm-hmm. You know, I never left you. Every road that leads to heaven's right inside you So I can say Hello, my only one Just like the morning sun You keep on rising till the sky knows your name Hello, my only one Remember who you are No, you're not perfect, but you're not your mistakes Hey, 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 hey Even on your day Remember I'd say Hey, hey, one day You'll be the man You always knew you could be And if you knew How proud I was You'd never shed a tear Have a fear No, you wouldn't do that And no, I didn't Pick the day to turn the page I know it's not the end Every time I see her face And I hear you say Hello my only one Remember You got no brothers You got love in your hands And you're still my chosen one So can you understand One day you'll understand So hear me out Hear me out I won't go I won't go No goodbyes No goodbyes Just hello Just hello And when you and when you smile, I will smile And next time when I look in your eyes We'll have wings and we'll fly Oh, my only one Just like the morning sun You'll keep on rising till the sky knows your name And you're still my chosen one Remember who you are No, you're not perfect, but you're not your mistakes Hey, 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 hey I just want you to do me a favor. Tell no re about me. 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 Tell no re about me.
listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Emperor sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Emperor sent you. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the Empire speaks, the Empress listens. Hi, Empire! June the 23rd, 2015, and tonight is hopefully going to be an educational night, a cathartic night, a venting night, a night for us to ask the questions that we always have had in the back of our heads with regard to child custody and law, uh, child welfare, child support. Like that word just brings out the claws in people. You can't say it without somebody having something to say. And I think it is great when you're able to have a conversation where people can actually listen to each other and hear uh, the truths that are in what they're saying and how that differs from the application of the law. Now, we'll, we'll get into that, but I just I need to get this off my chest because, you know, this week uh, and last week have been weeks that are just, like, filled with drama, filled with uh, emotion for me um, on a personal level, but also socially, just like everybody else in the world. Everything that people are talking about seems to have some type of emotional charge to it. Uh, In that time, um, you know, I think people say and do things, but I I pretty much don't have to pretend or use the skirt of anything else to explain or, you know, say what I do. this This show was actually born out of that very idea. And here on the Empire, we're not here to judge. I'm not even here to convert you. I'm just here so that we can facilitate communication between adults that needs to be had. Sometimes it's just fun talk. Sometimes the serious talk tonight happens to be probably a combination of both because sometimes people just go all the way on the deep end with regard to child support. But um, with regard to Charleston, which is a very, very serious issue um, that happened last Wednesday, I think it was, maybe it was Tuesday, but last week, we lost nine African-American persons to violence, period, to a hateful person who decided to sneak attack 
people unbeknownst to them uh, and take their lives. That has stormed into a discussion that has gone from highs to lows, undercutting people, making people uh, feel like they need to denounce their religious beliefs and Christian beliefs to being used as an excuse as to why black people need to be hateful to people that are other than themselves. And, you know, sometimes it's good to tie in. And this this is one of the topics, you know, that, you know, it seems like a pretty cut and dry issue, but when you actually look at the fullness of the issue and how it's being presented in the media, it becomes so much larger than itself, and this is no exception um, than anything else that the news uh, shows uh, carry, and because of that, you know, I saw threads, I'm sure you saw threads too, that had to do with everything except for the actual matter at hand. You, you have people spewing hate under the cover of being conscious, people deciding that they don't like the um, flag, but uh, they want to have it because it's a historical event, people saying that if you are a Christian, you may as well have pulled the trigger yourself. And it, it's amazing to me that these things can be actually typed. And I, I also said this this week in one of my little tweet typey things, the things that you actually type out, things are that you actually really mean. Like, ain't no way you can mistakenly, that's like I'm almost, I made a mistake and got you pregnant. No, you took the time to choose these particular keystrokes to formulate sentences and words to make things happen. And because of that, I got a lot of ads. And I get a lot of ads of people that I do conversate with. I, every time I go over 500 people uh, on my ads on different networks, when it gets too large, you lose focus, you lose control, and sidebars of stuff that ain't got nothing to do with what you're talking about become the focus of conversation, which is what happened here. So we're going to have some shows coming up with regard to religion and spirituality, the difference between those two, because some people just put that all together. And when you say religion or you say spirituality and you say consciousness, and you even if you just say Jesus, some people just get all bent out of shape and start to getting you know, vulgar and having a whole lot to say. When you have to start name calling and you have to start doing things to that sort, to me, you've lost, you lost, okay? You just chop it up, you've lost. It's not a, big, it's not a good look. And, I'm, you know, I'm about trying to look good. The other thing that uh, people have uh, gotten really um, heated about, it's like, well, let me just say me. I'm not going to put this on anybody else. Had a conversation, have conversations with people from everywhere, every walk of life. I enjoy that type of conversation because you learn. You have the opportunity to learn. And, again, people who see your conversation on social network assume who you are, what you are, what you're about, and they just, you know, either co-sign or not. Some people live by likes. They they only post what you are going to like. They only network with people who are just like them. And then they get flowery when they're able to say, oh, I got 5,000 friends. But the thing is, is, you know, numbers matter very little if you don't have substance. And I have a, a small amount of people that I do try to network with because it is the gravity of the quality for me. And when other people add to me and they are obviously trying to make a point, trying to be rude, trying, you know, those kind of things, I delete them. And I mistakenly 
I may have, but I don't think so because I don't make a mistake in deleting. When I delete you, I let you know way ahead of time. I don't care who you are. You can be the prime minister or you can be the person who clean up, after, you know, whatever. All people are the same. I don't care how many people you have. I don't care how many credentials you have before and after your name. That respectability that you require in your profession is still not going to make me respect you just because you have that. But I respect people by how they you know, interact with me, the volume of your words and the amount of words that you know mean nothing when you don't know how to use them appropriately. And some people just don't get that. Some people just don't get that. And I was accused of, you know, dropping a friend because I deleted his friend. And you know what? Fine. You know, I just don't have the room to entertain that sort of thing. I was told that only females and some other type of people you know, disgruntled people, delete people. I Every six months I have to get a new log on because this type of thing happens with my account. And I think it's because of the types of conversation I have. I don't think I'm being watched by the FBI, and I'm not that important. But what I do know is that sometimes all it takes is one wrong friend and stuff gets hacked. I was hacked last week, uh, a, a couple months ago with the Walmart thing, and all, all have it reaped. I mean, all through the night my phone was like a vibrator. It just went on over and over and over again. And so solutions to how we can actually communicate clearly with each other because I think the very first thing in knowing anything is asking questions. And when you accuse me of something before you ask any questions, even after I'm explaining, I really just don't have a whole lot of patience for it. And when you top it off and it's a man that does that kind of thing, you know, it just is, it just makes me like empire. And that's when I go off, I exhale it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to do that tonight because tonight is not about that show. But we are going to have our religion and spirituality conversation coming up soon. We're also going to have a conversation about how to be a good ex because there actually is a way. There is a proper way to be an ex. Some people just don't know how to stay. You know, Some people call it staying in your lane, knowing your role, that sort of thing. But that's not all the time the best opt for some people. They don't know that when you break up, you can't keep calling. And this was actually something that's inspired by one of my friends, T.C. Killia. He is hilarious, but I think when he says what he says, it has so much truth to it. It's funny, but it's some things that we need to know that when you cut some things off, you need to cut them off. Now, tonight's show is just about what we said. We started off saying that we were going to talk about the truth, we're going to talk about child custody, we're going to talk about these things, and where did this come from? This came from actually me um, having people ask me as if I am an expert and how to, uh, you know, deal with child custody issues, deal with different things. And what I did was I just posted a question. You know, when I don't post a question saying this is for the show, all hell breaks loose, and this was no different. This uh, There was no exception to the rule on this one. When I posted the question simply, does child support, is it necessary, I got a few little tweaks in here and there, and it was really, really benign at first. It got real, real benign. Um, um, people were just kind of saying yes and no. And, of course, there's never just a one-word answer on the empire. I have to know what you're trying to say. I'm trying to understand where your point of view is. And sometimes if you say this is about the show, I think people get a little bit afraid, like I'm going to quote them or something. But it's on Facebook. If you want to look through my thread, I am the Empress uh, Sharon the Empress Cooper on Facebook and you can look for that particular link but it's the craziest one that's on my page and it went on at first it started off like a couple of hits then it started off two or three people had a few things to say but not a whole lot to say 
then it turned into a war. It turned into a war of words, and instead of answering the thread, which was, do you think that it is necessary to have child support, it came, became, you know, why she got to get this amount of money? Why does uh, a man who makes this amount of money get much more than a man who makes this amount of money? Then it turns into, I don't want to even pay child support, but I was summoned to do so. And then I fell into a uh, another thread that was very similar, uh, and a female had posted a, a video by the name of Cries No Thank You. She posted, and she's supposed to be on the line a little bit later with us tonight once she gets in town. She's been out of the country, but she's come back tonight. She was in Atlanta earlier, and she said she should be able to make it home in enough time to do the show. But she said, you know, that something should not even be a question. Like, you should just know that if you have a child with someone, you shouldn't have to beg them to take care of the child. But that may not be the truth for everybody. And I'm trying to make sure that I don't misquote because I want her to explain what she has to say because she doesn't have any children. But this particular thread just said, is child support necessary? And here are some of the answers. Um some guys just said, absolutely sure. Then some people said, I only have, you know, one child and I give that child my all. A woman shouldn't have to ask me to go to court and make a system make me take care of my child. I guess that's just being a man. I'm a man from the streets and I don't function like that. One other guy said, I feel like if the system was to do away with child support, women would be more conscious about the the men that they have unprotected sex with. And I'm like, you know, they are having sex with boys, so, you know, only addressing women when it comes to child support. Uh, But to answer your question, he said, I think it cripples the moral fabric of order because what if that person was willing to pay for an abortion, but the female declined, so now he's forced into something he really didn't want to have a part in in the first place. Other guys said because the creation of a child is shared is a shared act and a shared responsibility. If the responsibility is not wanted, you should not practice in the act. So basically, if you don't want to have, a, if you don't want to deal with this man, don't have sex with this man because it's possible that you can have. He says that it amazes me that some people, men as well as women, say that they have been forced to take care of their own creation. And I also feel like child support goes. Beyond Beyond more money, it takes a lot more than money alone to take care of a child. And so, because that, I mean, I I, I didn't see abortion coming out of that. I didn't see uh, uh, sexual responsibility coming out of that. I was already putting a child here. I was putting a child here as being here. But when you talk about child support, a lot of the times these are unwarranted uh, sexual happenings. I guess you could say. And um, I have a few people already on the line. I want to. Um, go ahead and give a disclaimer because I think what we're going to do, I want to try to wait just a little bit for uh, cries, no thank you, to get on the line and, and explain the video to us. But if not, we're going to go forward. I also am going to call to to the expert tonight who is actually an attorney who practices in this particular specialty. Her platform is that, and I think it would be the best for us to have an educated background of what we're talking about because sometimes I think we just get filled up with emotions. But um, let's go ahead and say this, that I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. The number that you're calling in is the last four numbers I will call. If you recognize the last four digits of your phone number, that means I'm speaking with you, and if I can see your phone number, I have opened up your line, and you can talk to me then. So our first call is 2391. Are you there, and can you hear me? 
I'm here. I can hear you. All right. Well, we're calling in and we're talking tonight about child support. Did you have a particular position to state or did you have a question? Um, I'm just trying to figure out why would people think child support is not supposed to happen if the two parents aren't together. Because I'm a child support advocate. I mean, I work 60, 70 hours a week. I make decent money. But my responsibility is not my child's responsibility by myself. So, and I feel he 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 has to pay. Um, and that's just that. Uh-huh. So. Okay. What about, do you feel like it was just something that should have been automatic? It didn't have nothing to do with anything else except for you brought a child into this world, no question asked, bloom, 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 bloom. Is that just the way it's supposed to go? Um, no, because, um, when you do bring a child into, well, I can speak for myself, when I got mm-hmm. pregnant with my daughter, of course, I thought we would be married happily ever, and it was just going to be perfect. I was young, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, I never thought that I would have to be that mother, um, to be standing in the child support, to send, to be standing in a courtroom putting people in my business, but... I did offer or extend the courtesy to say, hey, we can handle this like adults. We don't have to go to do the extra, you know what I'm saying? She was young at the time. Basically, it was just um, 50-50. You pay child support one week, I pay one week. And that's basically all I was asking. And it it, it never, I was being more than fair, more than lenient. But I got tired of having the egg on my face, so then I was like, okay, so we have to put some some fire behind you. So mm-hmm. I was asking for the minimum, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. being considerate, you know, I didn't want my, you know, still in love, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't want to have my, I, I didn't want my child, he, at the end of the day, he was still representing me. You know, I didn't want him to be running around looking busted. Because it was just, uh-huh. I don't know, I just just being fair. And when I when I saw the fact that he was taking my kindness for weakness, that's when I was like, you know what? You're not gonna be driving around in Mercedes and and um, Range Rovers, and you can't even do what you're supposed to do as far as paying half a daycare. So when I went okay. forward to court, um, I saw you want to showboat and do everything other than take care of your child. So now you you're paying three times as much what I've even asked for. So he basically shit his own self. Okay. Well, let's go to a couple other callers because the lines are starting to fill up. And, again, I introduce you by the last four digits of your phone number. That lets me know that I can see you, and we will soon have a professional because I'm just here trying to talk with y'all about this child support issue. Child support just brings out a whole lot of extra that I really didn't anticipate. I thought it was going to be pretty much, you know, um, people saying, you know, why they were and why they were not. But it brought us a lot of different issues I didn't anticipate. 7476, you're on the air. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, do you want to yes, weigh I'm in here. on this topic? Okay. Uh, uh, I'm just going to listen right now because basically my feelings and, and my view of child support, most women are not going to agree with how I think and how I feel about child support. So 
I'm going to sit back and just listen, and I want to weigh in towards the end of this because I think that when two people are being intimate, okay, you should know if you're trying to make a baby, bring a life into this world or whatever, however you want to say it, you need to know that when you're into these positions. Okay, if you're just trying to trick somebody or if you're trying to make someone marry you or make somebody um, want to be with you by having a baby and then it doesn't work and then you just want to put the the system on the dad because he's not doing what he's supposed to do with his child, you know, I, I, I'm just not with all of that. And like I say, that's just my that's just my view of this. I'm just going to sit back, see what everybody else has to say. Simply because, and then I too, I have to look at it the other way. Also, if a man if a man lay down with a woman and he knows that this is not the person that I want to mother my children, if she gets pregnant for me, I know that I don't want you know to be with her the rest of my life. So, if you know these things. Why? Why not use protection? Why are we putting these kids into these positions? Just why? So I'm gonna let somebody else come in and, and just just weigh in. I'm just going to sit back and listen because at the end I want to say something before you come back on uh, the Empress because it, it, it's it's really something to think about and I and I want to say it towards the end so people can just just let it absorb and just just think. Okay, well, we'll try to do that, but we have a host of calls tonight. We have an expert online. Let's see. Let's go to 8952. Are you there, and can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. You know who this is. Who is this? Lily. Hi, Lily. What have you to say about this child support issue? If you can limit your call, uh, your uh, comment to about two minutes, because I see where my um, guest is on the phone, and I'm going to get her on in just a minute. All right. I'll be very brief. Um, I really am not in agreement with this system because I feel like that it makes a man's life miserable and hard. And also to expound on what the previous caller stated, in any type of circumstance when you're getting ready to be um, intimate with someone, things need to be discussed. And also both parties need to observe each other to be sure what they're getting into before a child has been created, and and also look at how responsible you are before things get as far as where they are in regards to the child support system. Also, I feel that the system that a lot of these women who put the those folks, should I say, in the man's life, are doing it just to hurt mm-hmm. him, and that's my opinion mm-hmm. of it. And I believe, and I'm gonna cut it off at that. Okay, you're going to cut it off right there. Okay, and one more call, mm-hmm. and then we're going to um, let our attorney on the line. Are you there, and can you hear me? 9124. Yes, I'm here. Okay, and I'm here. That's male-based. How do you feel about <laughs> the child support system? I think child support is, is uh, necessary. Um, I think the system that enforces it gets abused sometimes. Uh, fortunately, I hadn't had to deal with uh, somebody that tried to do that to me. It's always been a mutual agreement, but I think that system gets abused, and that part of it needs to be dealt with. 
uh, you can't use your personal feelings about the other person and use that system to incarcerate them or take their license or whatever. Because once you incarcerate somebody, you're really not going to get any support. So I think it's very necessary that each parent should support. And I think it goes beyond just uh, a dollar amount each month. You should do even more than that and always be available. But, yeah, the system has been twisted and uh, it's abused. Well, let me say this. I'm going to go ahead and dial my special guest because I've been trying to dial her since we started, and I keep dropping her, and I think it's because it's putting her in the green room so you can hear the dial tone that's a little bit ghetto, but we're going to just roll on it's with Nikita. it so that she can hear me. Is that you, Nikita? Hi, Nikita. I'm so it is. Hello. How are you? Yay. Yay. Doing good. Everybody on the Empire you can rest assured that you don't have to take the advice from me because I am not the expert. I was able to get an expert, and one that I will say, first of all, I'm so honored that you would even be on the show. I feel like this is a celebrity call, okay? I feel like we have someone who is very well-versed on this particular topic, represents the topic in such a way that I think a lot of the callers may actually be surprised because I think people expect a certain thing when they see a strong uh, female um, in a position of authority in this sense, I think people just already put things in their head that are not justified in being there. So, Nikita, please uh, feel welcome to uh, in, um, change any of our minds if you want to because mine, you know, it's kind of made up. Um, I'm a fan. But, you know, some people don't want to hear it just because it comes out of a female's mouth. Then, secondly, they don't really know the truth of what's being told. That's where you well, come in. Well, first of all, thank you so much for the wonderful and beautiful compliments. And I am absolutely honored that you invite me to be on your show. So I'm glad to be a guest, and I'm here to answer any questions or give any input. Okay. Tell us first a little bit about yourself and your practice, because you have your own um, law firm and practice, if I'm not mistaken, and child uh Support is one of your specialties, or how, how do you even say that? Because I'm not well versed with how how that even is to be introduced. Well, first of all, my name is Nikita Blockton, and I'm from Alabama, from Jefferson County, Alabama. I've been practicing law for over a decade, primarily in the area of family law. I deal with child support, custody, divorce, and I like to say if it affects your family. It affects me. I've even done some adoptions and some dependency cases involving welfare and child abuse and protection from abuse cases dealing with domestic violence. So that's what I do. That's what I've been doing. And I absolutely love what I do, which allows me to help so many people. And and you can tell by the when when I listen to the interviews that you've had on other talk shows, and I can understand what you're saying, I think sometimes when um, people hear litigation talk, it's the same way that people feel about doctor talk or the same way they feel about just plain foreign language because they're speaking sometimes in a language that we kind of think we got, but we're not really sure that that's what they're saying. Can you first tell us that what's the, what is the difference between um, a custody issue and a uh, issue with regard to support because aren't they two different issues? They they are. They are two different issues. Obviously, when you're dealing with custody of a child, you're talking about where the child will live, where the child will reside, 
And when you're dealing with custody, that could be with a parent or it could be with a grandparent or in the cases of what we call dependency case, it could be with someone that's not even related if there's like allegations of abuse, neglect, or abandonment. So, you know, custody, you know, just kind of covers a broad, you know, you know, broad range of things, but it deals with the physical well-being and care of a child. When dealing with child support, we're talking about financial. We're talking about money. We're talking about that mighty dollar. We're talking about money used for the benefit of the minor child, and, you know, that becomes a questionable thing. Um, in the state of Alabama, we have what we call child support guidelines, which we use to help calculate child support to figure out how much a person should make, and sometimes, you you know, there's a lot of controversy on what that money should go to. However, generally, if that money goes to a custodian parent, the person who has custody, they have the right to use that child support not only to feed and clothe the child, but also if they got light bills that need to be paid, water bill that need to be paid, because what you have to think about when dealing with child support, the whole point in child support is that the child is spending more time at one place as opposed to another place. So obviously that child is using more lights, more water, more gas. So it is to go for the benefit, it's the use and benefit of that child. And I think we all can agree that children need lights, they need shelter, mm -hmm. they need clothes, mm -hmm. they need food. So often when I have people saying, well, she paying her bill. Well, it depends. You know, that that could be used, child support could be used for that purpose. We definitely want to make sure that the child has lights and gas. And then if you feel like someone is not using the money appropriately, just getting their hair done, not take care of the child. So sometimes I have people to come in and say, well, my child always look a mess. She's not taking care of my child. My child is hungry. And they want to. But the question is, can I get my child support reduced or can I stop the child support? And my question to them is, well, if all of this is going on, why are we talking about child support? Why are we not talking about custody? Uh, custody. See, baby, that, see, that makes so much sense to me. That makes so much sense to me. And I have heard that exact case actually in the thread that we ran on Facebook. One of the questions was from a man who said the very thing. He said, if I'm paying child support, why then can she go and, and uh, claim the child on taxes? I had another guy to inbox me and ask me, why is it possible for me to have to pay for the utilities where that child lives when that's something that the mom should do ordinarily? And they don't understand that this is a minor child most times who cannot get those things for themselves. Is that what the court think when they do that, or is it adjustable? I think you mentioned sometimes that they could possibly come in for a reduction if it's too much or something like that, but men usually just complain from what I hear, what I see. Well, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep it fair. You know, these days we have both men and women that's having to pay child support. So these days you're seeing a lot of men get custody of their children, and we have women that have custody as well. But when we're talking about child support in general, then child support is used for the use and benefit of that child, whether it's for clothes, food, extracurriculars, whether it's for light or gas, as long as we're talking about essentials that the child need and ultimately would benefit from. And again, just like we discussed, if it's a situation where you're saying your child is 
not being cared for, being neglected, mm-hmm. not eating, and the money is just being blown, then that's not, in my opinion, as a parent, mm-hmm. that I'm not coming to you to talk about reducing my child's support or stopping. I want to get my child because I'm concerned about their physical well-being, a custody. Right. Right, right, right. And see, I, 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 I'm glad that you made that clarity. I'm glad you said it because I had it written down because sometimes I think we unfairly, and I, I'm not going to even say I was in that group because I, I, I didn't have an issue with getting, I didn't even ask for child support when I was divorcing. And one of the things I think that a lot of people, particularly men, think is that men are the only ones paying child support. So it is a fact that a woman can be, does she have to be the non-custodial to pay child support, or is it just the same rule of thumb? Whoever has the child the majority of the time uh, gets to um, receive the child the, the same, The same thing. Um, basically, what if you think about it, okay, the child, one has custody, one has visitation, so the mere fact that the child is spending more time and just going every other weekend or first and third weekend with one parent but over at another parent's more, if that parent has physical or legal custody of a child, then that person is the one that would get the child support to help offset the fact that the child is spending more time at one place as opposed to the other. So obviously using more water, you know, need more clothes, need more things at this other residence. And far as who pays child support, it depends on who has custody. And I would tell you there is no preference. And it used to be called the tender rule doctrine, where back in the day if you had a baby, it was a preference that custody went to mom. Well, that's no longer the case that there is no preference, so a legal dad has just as much right to custody of a child just like a mom does. So, you know, when you go to court, there is no favoritism that you're a mom or that you're a woman. You come in on equal footing, and at that point what we're looking at is who cares for the child on a regular basis, who is the person that takes the child to the doctor, who is the person that's helping with schoolwork, who is the person that's spending time with the child. We're talking about what the court calls the interpersonal relationship, meaning who doing what for the child and actually being there for the child and caring for the child. So you can have a parent that makes over $100,000 and a mom who doesn't work, but she makes sure the child is helping with homework. She makes sure. So, you know, we look at the interpersonal relationship, who is really physically, not just financially, physically caring and helping with that child when that child is sick and things of that nature. And that's the person that the court wants to see get custody of that child. Okay, and see, this, see, that's just perfect. Like, I'm so glad that you said it because I think a lot of people just don't know it. I'm going to go ahead and open up some lines, and if you have any questions for Attorney Nikita Blockton, who is here on our show tonight to be the expert in what, in, in what we're talking about. It's not about what I think. Is, we're talking about what the law, what the law actually says can happen. 7020, are you there? And can you hear me? That's the last four digits of your phone number. Seven zero two zero. Here we yes, go. Two one four. How about that? Okay. Do you have a yeah, question for our guest? 
I don't actually have a question. I just have a comment. I mean, I hear that she's saying, you know, that the courts look at the interpersonal relationship with the child. And every time I've been to court, they are not looking at that. All they're looking at is that year to date total on the bottom of my check and how much I can give her. They don't ask her where she's working. They don't care about anything else. But, you know, she sits up. She can, you know, just sit at home and collect child support checks and welfare checks and send the kids to school with, with radios, tell them to listen to, to the radio station and try to win a contest on the radio. Well, I would say this. One of the common mistakes that a lot of people make, and especially my men, is you go to court and you think, okay, we're going to get a chance to talk about everything. But if someone has filed a petition for child support against you, the court can only address what has been filed and been properly presented before it. So if that's the only thing that's been filed is child support, that's all the court can talk about. Now, if you want to talk about visitation, if you want to talk about paternity, you want DNA testing, if you want to talk about the fact that you're not getting visitation or if she's neglecting the child and you want custody, you have to do what she did, which is file a petition with the court Serve her, serve you with a, serve her with a copy, meaning you know, send a sheriff out or somebody to her house, certified mail or whatever, and serve her with a copy and have her come to court. So a lot of times, you only have one lead petition, which is just child support, and a lot of men come to court saying, "Well, what about visitation?" But she's not doing this and not doing that. Well, the court is limited; they can't talk about everything. They can only talk about what has been properly filed and presented before the court. So. When you're in that situation, a lot of times people think the court is being unfair, but you have not done what she's done. All you've done is just come to court. So if you want to talk about it, you need to file it with the court so the court can properly address that issue. I think that so roundly answers that question because I didn't know that I can say that I had that same question. I didn't understand how certain things could be uh, addressed and then other things not when all I did was get a divorce. Like, uh, is it an automatic thing to dis, uh, to uh, ask the court for child support uh, when you're married versus when you're just, uh, you share a child? Is there any difference between being a married person asking for child support versus an uh, unmarried person? Because I think he just said that she's, you know, not employed and, and collecting, you know, child support from him, and he's working. Well, this is the thing. We, no, there's the only difference is a matter of whether or not you're the legal father. If a child is born during a marriage, the that a child is legally that of the husband. So you automatically have rights if you're married and you have a child. So, you know, you, you, even without a court order, you're on equal footing. But if a child is born outside of wedlock and you're not married, the law presumes that the mother has custody. I like to say it's like the old saying, mama's baby, daddy's maybe. So mama has an inherited right by the fact that she is mama gave birth, but daddy has to be legally declared, meaning a court needs to find that you are the either by virtue of a legitimation or a court order, paternity test or something in order to make you the legal dad. But if you are married, you're automat- you automatically have the same rights when that child is born. 
either way, once you are established to be the legal father, then it's fair game. So long as there's no orders currently in place saying this person got custody, that person got custody, it's fair game, meaning you have the right to present a case against her. If you feel like you should have custody, she has the right to present a case against you if she feel like she has she um, needs custody. But a lot of times I think people are so disappointed or don't understand the legal system that some of them just give up. Some of I, you know how many people don't even come to court. They get a notice and don't come to court. Like things gonna go down fair without them there. And I tell people, even if you can't hire an attorney, consult with one. So at least you can understand your legal rights and what you need to do. So sometimes people in the consultations are able to get a lot of information to kind of help them themselves if they if they can't afford an attorney. But a, a lot of times people go in automatically thinking the system is against them, but you just don't understand the law and you just haven't filled out the paperwork like she did. Mm. And, and that. I think that's one of the things. It's intimidating. I, I, you know, when when you're a part of the system, um, when, when you're a representative of the courts, you understand how things go. And not necessarily is that the truth on the other end. You know, my being a nurse, I understand sometimes the the questions that people have on their faces when a doctor's talking to them, like. I don't know what you just said, but from what, the way you said it, it's a good thing, and then sometimes it's from the way you said it, it's a bad thing when it's not really clear of what it is. But and did I hear you correctly saying, and I think the, uh, both the females and the, and the males need to hear this particular, what I, what I learned is that if you are married and there is a pregnancy, the state assumes that that is that husband's child Without even if y'all been question. separated, even if you all been separated for 10 years and you living with somebody else, because I'm going to be honest, a lot of us are bad at getting divorces. We will be with somebody and split up and be with somebody else, have a baby, and then she go on with her life, and then all of a sudden you're stuck in a situation where this child is the le- your, your legal child because the law says, hey, it was born during the marriage. And you're like, well, wait a minute, I was locked up. Wait a minute, we weren't even together. And then you have to deny and dispute paternity, Other- and nobody else can do it. Mom can't walk in there and say, well, I want to put this person on child support. Yeah, I was married, but he know it's not. I mean, only the husband can dispute paternity. So you have to come in and challenge it. So I think that's, and I think that's something that a lot of women act, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but I hear women a lot of the time say, you know, I can't believe he pulled paternity on me, but y'all been separated for 15 years. <laughs> y'all been separated for 15 years. You've been with And I'm going to tell you, I think it's important for, you know he's your baby. What's wrong with him knowing if he you don't have anything to hide in it? committed once they realize, okay, this really is my child. Unfortunately, it's like some of the bad messing up for the good. You do have one. Come on now. I'm a woman. And play some tricks and tricks some people and things of that nature. And so guys get around and they hear these stories. And, you know, sometimes, um, now I will say this, I have some guys who come in and say, hey, I know it's my baby. I don't want to paternity test. But sometimes I still say do one because those same guys will come back five years later because her 
cousin. Normally it starts with her best friend, her cousin, her <laughs> sister. Somebody got mad at her and told him that ain't your baby. Mm. At and court that, trying to fight for paternity. That that's got to be scary. Like you But know, I will say this I don't think women know I don't think any woman or man, um, layperson that's not a lawyer, just understand the legal system better than another. I think um, traditionally women have gone to child support court, and, and they know if they file, they can get child support, and I think men have just felt like, okay, well, it's not in my favor, and um, kind of stray away from the legal system. But I think as time go on, when people realize, okay, well, I have rights too, a lot of things are just common sense. If you're supposed to pay child support, why are you giving her cash? Then when she come in court and say, I haven't received any money, really, you didn't need a lawyer to tell you you needed receipts. You didn't need a lawyer to tell mm-hmm. you to, hey, you know, give her money order. So what am I supposed to do if you say you pay and she's like, mm, I ain't getting nothing because she can't prove it. So I think it's about being smart and it's not about trust or distrust, but just being diligent and making sure you have record keeping. Oh. Well, th- this this is this is this is good, and I promise that I wouldn't hold you over now. So I'm getting really close to that. So I want you to please let us know how, if we need legal advice, how we can contact you, and um, how we can find you on Facebook so that we can follow you and listen to you on the other real radio shows. Well, this is a real radio show. Anytime that you provide an outlet for people to gain information, whether it's one, five, or five million people, I I think it's a real radio show. And I want to commend you on doing a great job in trying to bring the people information. But in order to reach me, you can reach me on my website, which is www.blocktonlaw, that's B L O C. C as in Charlie, T as in Tom, O-N-L-A-W dot com. I'm also on Facebook at Nikita Perriman Blockton. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Blockton Law. And I'm also on Snapchat. Hey, how's that? And you can always call me at 205-251-8747. That's 205-251-8747. Thank you so much for being so wonderful with us. And I'm going to tell you, if you didn't get the information, you didn't want to get the information. People have said it, uh, that they didn't understand, that they don't know. And you can't know unless you go to the people who do know. And that's what I try to do here on the Empire. And I'm so excited that she was able to share some information with us. And what's ironic, what's kind of funny, is the guys, all of a sudden, all of the guys that were on the line who were lined up to ask some questions, I think they must have heard what they wanted to hear because three of those calls that I knew who they were, they dropped. So maybe maybe this, maybe we've done our little part tonight. Uh, take a quick little commercial break, and then we're going to come back to the ladies who are still on the line because this all the time ends up being an issue that I think falls into our lap, but we are a partnership when it comes to our children. Everybody say, oh, it's all about the kids. We love the kids. We love the kids. But then we don't act as a, co- as a community and as a cooperation with that father in order to have healthy relationships with the children. So we're going to get a little bit more into our conversation when we come back, if I can find my commercial. And just in case you wanted to know, that first song was a song that was written by Kanye West to his baby and it was written as a lullaby for her because I think that 
you know, I'm not a male basher. People want to say, you just don't like the men. You always talk about something that make us look bad. But this was not an attempt to make you look bad. This was an attempt for us to understand that the same interest that you have for your pocket, women also do have. I think already we've had one caller at least admit I was trying to save him from having to be poorly, you know, poor and broke trying to pay child support when it's unnecessary. It's his child just like it's my child, and I want to share in this responsibility with him. But once you renege on your part, then we got to take you to court. I mean, it's almost sometimes that we leave people without. And a couple of the callers are coming back. And listen, I am not here. I don't ever put anybody on front street. I don't, want, I don't know why y'all trying to act like I'm being real mean or something. I got a whole lot of mouth online, but you know, I'm just being, you know, I'm just saying it how I feel. And I think when you tell the truth and when you say the things that are true, just based, I think if you went in front of the judge and just said, I just don't want to give her the money because I don't like her no more, I think you're going to probably end up having to pay. But I can also say that I think if you went in front of the court system and said, you know, I'm having a difficult time about this child support, I need this and this and that, I think that the courts would probably listen. But just like Nikita said, men check out so early. Like they just are, it's, they don't, we don't even need to talk about this because we already know you're going to get it. That's not the case all the time. Quick commercial break, we'll be right You back. look bad, you feel bad, and your bedroom gymnastics just are plain done. You ain't on fleek. The best way to tap into your inner sexy is to find it with Nia Jackson. Yes, Nia is the owner and operator of PYC Studios. And let's, let's say you want to learn how to twerk. What about pole dancing? What about booty pop? What about just learning a sexy dance for his next birthday? Yes, she is here in Hoover. She will help you learn your pace, carve out that tone, sexy body that you have while all at the same time teaching you how to be a beast in the bedroom. Contact Nia at PYTstudios.com or call her at 205-444-0066. Tell her the Empress sent you. Just a great conversation with our legal ex- expert. I'm not gonna claim her like uh, 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 I would love to, but I'm telling you, when when you hear the truth, it just resonates. I've said that before about different topics, and this one is no different. I know for sure that people will learn, and when they listen to the show and hear the fairness, it's not all about trying to line nobody's pockets. It's really about the children. And so we're gonna go to a caller, and I'm hoping that you heard a part of the show. Seven eight nine eight. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Okay, did you hear the show so far? Yes, I can hear you. Um, I heard some can things hear me? um that were just there. Yes, I can hear. Okay, what do you want to weigh in on? Uh, my opinion, I don't necessarily uh, disagree with what was just said. Um, basically, what I was hearing just about how child support is not necessarily about trying to. Uh, you know, trying to get over on somebody is really about taking care of the children, and I agree with that. Uh, my problem is that I feel that men feel that when they pay child support, then that that is taking care of their children, and I feel that taking care of your child goes so much further than monetary benefit. And, you know, child support only goes so far. I honestly feel like a lot of women 
would not necessarily go so hard for child support if men were there emotionally for their children. I think a lot of times men are not there. They don't see the kids. Um, the, the children do not, they're, they're not really a priority in their life. And therefore that woman resents that man. And well, since you're not going to spend time with the child, let me see what I can get out of you. If you're not going to be there, at least you can pay for these diapers uh-huh. and this Similac. And I think that uh-huh. what it's really about, I mean, of course, children need money. And in order to raise a child, there must be money. But I think that a lot of times uh-huh. if men would just step up and be a part of these children's lives, then child support wouldn't uh-huh. be, uh, you know, as big of a deal. I don't think that people would go so hard for child support if men would, would see their children and make uh-huh. more of an effort to, you know. To say, you know, someone else said that to me. She actually said, and actually one of the guys on the thread actually suggested something like that. He said that if I am that baby's father and if she would not take me to court, she would probably get more than more. if she did. But the whole thing is, is how can you hold that child as bait or as hostage yeah. to um to that? I mean, I'm just not understanding. Nikita, you're still on my on the block, if you're there, let me know. That I, I am, and I would just say to you that I've been doing this for yeah. over a decade, and I would tell you I have seen all types of cases, and I've seen the ones that, you know, don't want to do, and I have seen some dads who want to be active, who have been active, who has been taking care of the child, but the woman still put him in child support, and then when we did the child support, it was less than what he was giving him. So I, I, I think it works both ways. I think you do have some dads who are not stepping up to the plate. At the same time, I do think you have some good dads who are really, really trying, and, and, and we have to be honest. As women, mm-hmm. we do know some mm-hmm. women who like the paper chase who really are not handling their business. And some of them like, okay, I've had to tell a couple of my friends, you really got a good father for your child. He comes get the child and this and that. But but you want your light mm-hmm. be a pay, your gas be a pay, but he's paying child support, but you want more. But then you got a guy that you're dating, and he's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, right. in fairness, it, it, you know, we see it all across the board. So some people are not necessarily being placed in child support because of, of, of the fact that they're not taking care of their child. Mm-hmm. And then we have some people who are dead, be dead, and they don't. And you, the only way you're going to get some money is if you go through the court system. So, but, I, but you know, we have to be fair and say that some of us use the children as pawns. And I would say to uh-huh. you, one thing that I'm a true advocate of, and this is what I live in my own life because I was a single parent myself, is that child support uh-huh. and visitation does not go together. Because Say that, that child girl, support check, baby. child support mm-hmm. and visitation baby. do not go together. And you talking about somebody who been through child support myself on my own case and would go back mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. So, I, But I would tell you I have never denied my child's father visitation because that child earns for a relationship with the father. So even if I was complaining or taking him back to court for child support, I never deny him visitation because that relationship is different. You know, that's something that the child values even if he don't. Take advantage of it. You know, I've dealt with that, mm-hmm. too. I'm on my way to come get you. Don't show up and all this and that. But you know what? You still have to be positive because children, and I, I mama, children mm-hmm. grow up, and that same child that you gave blood, sweat, and tears for will turn mm-hmm. on you. So always mm-hmm. try to do the right thing. At some point, child support ends. 
And when child support uh-huh. ends, you need to make sure that that child has a healthy relationship with their father, with you as uh-huh. well. And you never know who's going to go first, who's going to actually be left to raise the children. And so whether you like your baby daddy or baby mama, you know, if you die first, uh-huh. Hey, the law says that he's a legal parent, and so I don't care what you try and write in your will, time I'm leaving my children to my mama and all this and that, you cannot terminate that man's parental rights. Right, right, right. Women need to hear that because, you know, I have heard, you know, I've been divorced since 2009. I have been in and out of the courts. Like, I should really have a law degree as many times as I've been downtown with stuff that I didn't even know what was happening, but I just took the truth with me and told the truth, and it has always worked in my favor, even over what I even, I wasn't asking for that. I just wanted a divorce. I just wanted to get out of that relationship. And I've heard so many men say that same thing, and they are not as able to articulate the issues that they have with the child without separating it from that woman. And and sometimes women do the same thing, but men always go crazy. I get a lot of men that say, well, you just don't know. She crazy. She trying to cause confusion in my house. So I'm like, you got to separate the two. But then also I have women who like, okay, well, can I go over to his house and inspect his house? I'm like, really? Y'all are not married. He ain't over your house inspecting your house. You know, we're talking about visitation. Let's be fair here, okay? So, you know, Mm -hmm. it cuts both ways is what I say. But at the end of the day, we really have to start putting the children first. And I also think that there are some men who know that they have made the bad bad decision, have not always been active in a child's life. And I would say to you, it is never too late to be the type of father that you really could have been. It is never too late because as adults, I still need my mama. I love my mama to death. I still love my daddy. You know, so it's never too late, and you never know from whom a child can draw strength from. So I would just say, put the child first. Yes, you have a duty and a responsibility, and I will say that I, there are some men who run, who ch- who go from job to job, who take money under the table, anything to keep from paying child support. And I don't have any sympathy uh-huh. for people who pay nothing, because uh-huh. you're not going to tell uh-huh. me I got laid off or I lost uh-huh. my job, but it's been two, three years and you ain't paid no child support, but you've been eating, you've been uh-huh. sleeping. So I always tell them that's not acceptable, because even if you pay to do something every single month that uh-huh. child is living do what you can do and even a judge will have mercy on anybody at least trying but to go a year or two no payment that's unexcusable uh, i know we talk about child support but that right there i just when you say child support the adjective before the support is child so we're really talking about that little person who cannot get a job and, and that sort of thing and so they have to eat and when i see these men who say you know i could i couldn't do it but they got on the latest clothes they have they have brand new cars. I mean, I, I cannot tell you how I can't understand how they don't see the the issue for saying mm-hmm. you know I couldn't get the right of employment, but your belly full, and you have no idea how your child got to eat because you're not helping support that. I'm not saying take the whole brunt of it. It is support. It is not an allowance just for, you know, the whole, you know, taking care of the child. It is a support to what the mother can do as well. But um, I want to ask you this. So a mother can not have a job um, and still get 
child support uh, that may exceed, that may provide the total living situation, or is that just in certain economic circumstances? Well, you know, a lot of times we like to break things up into mama and daddy, but really the law is gender neutral. So that's what I want people to realize. When it comes to custody, child support, anybody can get custody, male or female. Anybody can be ordered to be paid child support, male or female. However, I will say to you that when it comes to either a man or a woman not being employed, if you're not disabled, even if you're disabled, disability is considered income. If you're disabled, Mm -hmm. it's considered income and can be used to calculate child support unless it's SSI, which means, like, you haven't worked and paid enough, so it's almost like welfare, so you get, like, supplemental security income. That's not considered income. Food stamps is not considered income. But just the fact that you're sitting at home not working, the law can impute you at minimum wage or your ability to earn. Use me for an example. I'm an attorney. What if I decided to just, I'm going to be at home, and I'm like, okay, well, I want transport, but I don't work. Well, the law would say, well, Ms. Blockson, you have a law degree. You have the ability to earn. So when it comes to child support, it's not your actual income, the fact that you're sitting at home not working, or I'm a, do- I'm a doctor, but I'm going to work at McDonald's because they got child support court. They look at your ability to earn. hmm and so if you at home and you got a high school diploma, we're going to probably compute you at minimum wage. So, yes, some income will be imputed to you, especially if you're voluntarily underemployed. That's underemployment. That's when you have somebody who can have a good job, but they take a lesser job, and voluntarily unemployed. And I've had some people to quit their jobs thinking it's going to change the child support. Well, we impute you based upon your ability to earn, so now you got to go back and get your job because you got to really pay the child support now. Right. And and, and the other thing is, and and I'm glad you brought that up, I've I've, I've heard, and I I don't mean to speak in the verse of women always being the recipients, but that just is where I I, I can rationalize from. Men who say that um, they will take an extra job and it not be enough, and then they have to play catch-up. The arrears thing is that there's some type of percentage that's added on. Like they're punished, that's what they're saying. They're punished for doing it, and then they're punished from when they were actually not able to do it. What is the arrears issue? Uh, Arrears are that period of time in which you had a duty to help support that child and you did not. So mm-hmm. those months, those years that you paid nothing, those years that you gave nothing to a child that you had a duty and an obligation to take care of, that that amount that you didn't pay are considered your arrears, and they do not go away. I don't care if you 50, mm-hmm. if you 60. I About two years ago, I took a man to court. He was, like, in his 70s, and his child support at that time was only $25 a week back in the day. His daughter contacted me and said, my daddy never paid child support for me. Well, the daughter doesn't have the right to take the father. It would have to be her mom because the rears belong to the mom because it goes to that parent that 
was actually providing for that child when that child was a child and was not getting that support. So mom had to be my client. And dad thinking, oh, I'm retired now. You know, they really coming at me. I'm old. I'm getting my Social Security, my pension. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, boo-boo. You were looking at jail. So, yes, and my lady is receiving her back past due child support arrears today for money that he was supposed to pay years ago. Pay so wow. they don't go away. Wow. You still owe it. Wow. So you know I get phone calls saying, "Hey, but the child thirty some years old." But guess what? When that child was one through nineteen, because in the state of Alabama, the age of majority is nineteen. If you were ordered uh-huh. to pay child support, and you didn't. It didn't just zero itself out because the child uh-huh. turned nineteen. Uh-huh. You still owe it because somebody had to See take that? care of that child. Oh, this got my head spinning because that's a lot of cash. I mean, I mean, and I'm not a money hungry person. And in I Alabama, like you get interest on past due child support arrears. It used to be twelve percent. Now it's seven point five percent. But I can't think of a better investment. So all of a sudden, you could have paid thirty thousand. Now you owe sixty and ninety thousand. And you gonna get it. So actually, now is this different from state to state? And do we incarcerate in Alabama if you don't pay? Because I know in some other state, I know in Georgia, they absolutely they will take you to jail. It's not about you not paying. What it is, if a court orders you to do something, whether it's allow visitation, whether it is to pay child support, alimony, pay a mortgage payment, if you fail to comply with the order from a court, Yes, a court can hold you in contempt, and part of that contempt can be a monetary fine, pay some money, or you can be incarcerated. So it's your failure to comply with an order from the court. See, Nikita, we need you to be the judge. We need you to be the judge here in Birmingham, and we need you to be able to to be able to practice in a lot of the other states where my girlfriends at, because they having trouble. <laughs> and and some of my guy friends too, they are having trouble when it comes to the law. I think you may be running for office, if I'm not mistaken. Tell us a little bit about that and what we can do to help. I am running for circuit court judge in domestic relations. Domestic relations court deal with families children, Mm -hmm. divorces, name changes, certain appeals from family court. So property division, um, if it affects the family, then that's pretty much domestic relations. And I'm running for place 20 here in Jefferson County. There are several judgeships up. But I'm running in an area where my heart and where I've always been committed. Um, I've always... Mm -hmm work with and third families and so now I like to say that I'm taking my fight for justice from the trench to the bench. I've been there. I was that person in child mm-hmm. support court. I have a daughter. I know what it's like. I can relate. I know the importance of making sure that your child is taken care of. I know what it's like um to work hard and, and, and you know, and I know it's important to have someone that's gonna make a fair um decision. Not only that, but I also know with my clients, some of them, it's taking a long time to get court dates, to get court orders. You go to trial, it's taking forever. Court litigation taking three, four years, and most people want to just get it behind them. So I know the importance of getting the wheels of justice moving again, and I'm committed to doing that. I mean, that's part of the reason why I decided to run for judge is seeing my clients 
and feeling like I couldn't help them because I've already tried the case. I just don't have an order because I've already filed every single motion that I can file, but I still don't have a court date. Then I realized your lawyer is only as good as your judge, that I can help more people if I was on the bench. So I like to say I'm taking the fight for justice from the trench to the bench. Hey, I've been there. I can relate. I know what it's like. And so I understand the people, and I know the importance that everybody can't afford an attorney. But you do deserve to know that you got a judge that's going to be fair and give you equal treatment in the courtroom. And, baby, listen, we're going to try to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try to make that happen because it's just it's just fair. It's just fair. I can say that I am a representative of cycling in and out of the system, not really understanding what was going on, but I just knew I didn't want to go to jail, and I knew that I needed to be able to be at my job making money to take care of these two children. And it is only when we put people in places like that when change can actually be affected. You know, we can switch our judges and they don't have a feel for the people and it doesn't make any difference. And you know what, people don't, and most people don't pay attention to judgeships. They don't pay attention Uh until they go before a judge or they know someone Uh that goes before a judge. Then they ask, where y'all get that judge from? Well, you voted for them or you didn't vote at all, you know. But I tell you what is different about family court and domestic relations. There is no jury trial. So that person that you elect, that person with that black robe, that person on the bench get to make uh-huh. the sole decision in your case. So it is important that you have someone that you know, someone that can relate to the people that is making decisions regarding your property and your family. It, that, that's true. It's, it's scary because I ended up having to do that portion, too. Had no idea. Here I am. I felt like I was on Perry Mason. I had my hands in the air, and she said, we're going to have a trial. And I was like, trial means that, you know, we're going to have to, you know, talk about this, and I'm going to be able to be questioned. I had no idea what that meant. And when I understood it after the fact is that just what you said, this one person, that you've actually given some of the most important parts of your life being a mother, put it in their hands and hoping that they see the truth in it, if if the truth is there or the the relationship of whatever's going to happen, how that's going to affect your life, your children's life for the rest of their life, it's a big deal. It's it's not something to just check out on, and I'm, I'm and glad you're able to. Mm-hmm. You've been in your marriage mm-hmm. for 20 years. You've been raising your child for 14 years, and you expect a judge to know and understand everything in a matter of hours. Now, it's going to mm-hmm. take some personal experience. It's going to take, where is this person from? How can this person relate? And I'm not right. have to have children to know children, but if I've never been around children, then it's going to be hard for me to do cases and understand the aspect of children. But trust me, when you done raise some nieces, some nephews, some children, oh, you understand children. You know what it means to go outside and you better not come back in uh, with the street lights come on, you know. So, I mean, I think that it's important to know the person, their experience, because it's a disciplinary area of law. And I give you a very quick example. As a lawyer, I had a case where children had been removed by DHR, um, because mom had a two-bedroom house, and mom mm-hmm. had five children. Well, mm. these children was removed, and for me, my mom comes from a huge family. They didn't have their own mm-hmm. bedroom. 
But as long uh-huh. as they were clean, they ate. Uh-huh. They didn't go without. Uh-huh. There was no abuse. There was no neglect. There's no law that says uh-huh. that if you have X number of children, you've got to have X number of bedrooms. At that point, you are looking at that judge, that personal experience. You're talking about an area of discretion as to whether or not a judge feel like your children need to be removed two-bedroom, but you got four or five children. Their house is clean, mm-hmm. but they're eating. You mm-hmm. at PTA, you know. So your personal experience do matter, especially in the area of family law. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And everything is not written in black and white. I can't even emphasize that uh, anymore because how can you understand if you haven't been there? It's just like you wouldn't go to a, 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 a doc. And I always have to relate it to medicine because that's where I am. When you ask someone who has no understanding or any expert of, uh, expression to what you're giving them the authority to, to rule on, you're not going to go to no dentist asking them to do leg surgery on you. You're just not. Even though they both have a doctor, it doesn't mean that they're going to understand the gravity of, of what's going on. And I think this is so much more true when it comes to our children and uh, moms and dad, who obviously I think if everybody could get along, we, we may not need this, but you can't trust that. You can't even trust the best situation. You need to, to come know out. the people that you are elected to these mm-hmm. benches, you would be amazed. Yeah. Now, of course, we get real cases of abuse and neglect, but sometimes we get things that are not really abuse and neglect. Um, mm-hmm. um, a, a, another case, oh, she lived with her mom. Well, there's no mm-hmm. law that say that if you're 30, 40 years old that you can't live with your mom. You know, that's to make you mm-hmm. a bad parent. How many people had to go right. back, revamp, whether it was after a divorce? And, and I like to say mm-hmm. this because sometimes people, and I was saying this to somebody the other day, when you say single parents, Oh, they're like, oh, well, I don't know how people feel about single parent. I know some married people that are single parent, okay, meaning they doing everything and the other person just in and out. Ain't, they're not hardly there. They're not active. So you can be married and a single parent. I know some people that did it right. They got married, planned the first child, planned the second child, got divorced. Now they're single parents and can't depend on the ex-husband. I know some people uh-huh. that had children out of wedlock. So, you know, I, I just want to say that we cannot be judgmental, but we need to be commendable of people and motivate and encourage people who are having to do it all. Mm-hmm. I got a caller that keeps texting me, and I've been so into the conversation. I ain't seen it at all until just now. Uh, 2391, are you there? You have a question of, of Attorney Nikita? Are you there? I'm here. I'm here, Sharon. I almost forgot the question. <laughs> because um, we're filling you up with so much information, baby. I know you. I know you fool. I know you fool. Okay, so I hope you I'm remember. the um, a parent who did not receive child support. Um, it, it was ordered um, since 2008, and I never got it. So I finally got my arrears paid in full. Um, now. Did the child support worker or whoever, did I get a cut of that money? Or Absolutely did I get all not. Of Absolutely okay. not. When you go when you go through DHR or Department of um, any type of child enforcement unit, that that is the state. And one thing I wanted to spell okay. is the state DHR they do not represent you. 
You have the right to have your own attorney. They are not your attorney. They are the So their job is to collect child support. Um, back in the day, they realized that a lot of these people who were signing up for food stamps, for welfare, because if you go sign up for food stamps, welfare, Medicaid, they're going to ask you about your um, child's father. They're going to tip. Some of them require you to put them on child support. They realized a lot of them were single parents, and the other parent was not contributing. So the state of Alabama decided to um, come up with a challenge. Collect child support to help offset the money, offset the money that the state was spending because we had an absent parent. And so, um, but no, they don't get it at all. However, if you've never had those services, if you never had food stamp welfare or anything like that, that's their way of getting reimbursement. But if you haven't had it, they try to, um, they'll charge like $25. It's a nominal fee per year, like $25 a year, um, in order for them to help you collect child support. But if you have had welfare, food stamps or something like that, usually with AFDC, which is like welfare, they do, the state do seek reimbursement, and so they can take part of your child support to the state back from money they gave you to help support your family when you weren't getting support from this person. Okay. One other caller says, she, I have a burning question and you need to ask it, but I'm going to let her ask it. 7476, you're on the air. Uh, yes, I wanted to ask the attorney um, a question about something that I've seen happen, and a lot of people, uh, we as women and men, we don't uh, we don't take it into consideration. Say, for instance, someone is working on their Ph.D. or maybe their master's degree, and they're dating someone, <clears throat> male or female, and say, for instance, the guy uh, may have three children by three different women, and he's in arrear of child support, old, just complete child support for all three children, and this, and you marry this person, and you're the person that's working in the house, you married this guy that has three kids that he hadn't been taking care of, let them know who, where's that responsibility going to fall once I marry a guy that owes Well, first of all, I would like to say this because it comes up a lot. A lot of times people want to know, well, he's married and his wife is a nurse. Um, He don't work, but his wife is this, or she don't work, and he, you know, you cannot include the income of a spouse when dealing with child support, alimony, things of that nature. However, the court can consider that they're not paying all of their expenses by themselves, that they do have some help paying the expenses, but you cannot include their income. In regards to a person marrying someone who they know have children that they're not taking care of, I just think that we have to do better. We have to do better. And and when I have seen situations like that and I've seen divorce cases, they they later end up being falling into that group, you know, and it's almost like, okay, well, he wasn't providing for his other children. You were married to him, but now you're divorced. And guess what? He ended up doing those children the same way he did the other children. So, you know, for me, I think we as women have to step it up. We got to step it up. Mm-hmm. We, if we want better, we got to demand 
better, you know. So, no, mm-hmm. I can't be with a man that's not taking care of his children because I feel like, okay, you're not going to take care of mine because this is your blood. Mm-hmm. This is your, this, this mm-hmm. is someone that you're responsible for regardless. So I, I think mm-hmm. it's wrong for some of us to think that it's okay for somebody not to provide for a child, but he's taking care of mine. And then what usually happens, uh-huh. what's the old saying, what goes around, come around, then when you um, uh-huh. get a divorce or something, or you all are no longer together, or he move on to the next one, then you end up following in, in that same path. And, and that's unfortunate, uh-huh. but we should demand better. we got to talk about increasing our standards uh-huh. and uh-huh. not condoning uh-huh. people in their wrongness. You know, because mm-hmm. trust me, if he's mm-hmm. at that house and he's not taking care of his children or his child support obligation, you know it. Because somebody called mm-hmm. you, told you, you didn't got that notice that he got to come to court. A lot of time the wife comes to court. They want to be in the court, and I politely be like, okay, she need to get out. Because right. this is between the parents. Now, but I feel at the same time you should be encouraging him. Now, I do understand that some people say, well, she don't let us see the child. And, you know, I'm going to tell you, I've dealt with some crazy stuff. I've had um, I I had one case where a, a woman tried to deny visitation to my guy, and her theory was he sell drugs, and he went to prison. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, Judge, you know, we don't deny that, but guess what? When he got busted, he was at her house. So, you know, it's so it's like, okay, you knew he sold drugs. He was selling drugs out of your house. Now you want the court to just not deny visitation because you say he smoked weed and he sells drugs. But when it all happened, he was with you, and you the one made his bond. So we need to be realistic. And I had another lady where she had a baby by a guy that she knew had just gotten out of prison. Well, she wanted a lot of child support. I said, Judge, he can't find a job. He's looking for a job. He's a convicted felon. Not only that, but she knew that he had just gotten out of prison. So you need to be realistic and have realistic expectations. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. when people come to court, they're just unreasonable. Mm-hmm. They still have a lot of issues with that parent. A lot of the times i found, and in my personal situation, I think, that there's some issues that he had with me and women have with that ex, regardless of oh, why I, I get a lot of that. Whatever. Yeah. Some people like, want to be together. Some people mad at a breakup. Uh, some people don't want to see them with this person or that person. Or they say, well, hey, he always have his girlfriend with him when he when he pick up my child. Why do you care? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. is she mistreating the child, abusing the child? Right. You know, I mean, let's right. be realistic now. We need to be fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and I say to women who will, will take, and, and I don't say all men, I'm not saying, and we're not saying that all men uh, who have children by other women and then marry somebody else if they're not taking care of their children. What I am saying, though, is that if you marry a man, who is not taking care of his children and expects something different. That's the that's the definition of insanity. And then if you marry a man that you know has children and you make it difficult for him to have a working relationship with that child's mother, karma is just so good. She got real good GPS lately because that was one of the issues that I had to deal with. I, do, I don't desire, and I think most mothers don't desire to have bad blood once the relationship is over 
But when you have children, you have to have some level of respect for that role. And it doesn't mean you got to like them. It doesn't mean you got to be best friends. Y'all ain't got to picnic together. But if you're going to raise healthy children, you have to have a respectable uh, level of conversation and interaction with whoever is in their life. And when you come with all of this craziness, it just makes it difficult for the children. It makes it difficult for them to understand that it's not about them. I'm like about at the end of my rope with with women who think that it's cute to create havoc just because you have quote unquote won the man. That's that's not the issue. You know, you can have, a lot of the times you can have them. Like you don't even want them. You want to make sure that the environment is healthy for uh, the children, for the sake of them being whole people. The the issue with them having to be a part of a divorce process or a separation is already hard. And then to have grown folk acting like they they trying to win something, and then this is just something unnecessary. Do you? And we're about thirty minutes from the end of the show, and um. I just have a little something to say at the end of the show, but is there anything else you want to share with us, Nikita? Well, I think you touched um, on some. You know, mm -hmm. it's like you forgive the man, but you hold it against the child. And Mm. we know a lot of that. You know, he cheated on me, he had a child, or I found out he had a child. You forgive the man, but I can't have this child around me. That child bring memories. Uh, That child bring, I don't want the child around me. I told him, you can go be a father out there where you made the child. And, you know, but I think that you're holding against an innocent person who did not choose to be here. And I don't mm-hmm. believe in mistreating children under any circumstances. And if you can, if you mm-hmm. can forgive the grown person, you can accept mm-hmm. the child. And yes. I would tell you, I know where, I, I, you know, and I think all of us kind of know a story where it, something like this happened where, you know, somebody had a child, they was married or whatever, so then you end up punishing a child. Well, the child didn't want to be a child of an adulterous affair, but you end up punishing right. a child. But guess what? I have also seen where everybody died, everybody died, and that mm. same lady who mistreated that child, her sons were gone, her husband was mm. gone. I mean, she only had two children. They were all gone, and the grandchild that she favored went on by her life and check on her. But that one child, that one grandchild that she mistreated because she was a product of an adulterous affair, check on her all the time. Call her, see about her, take her to the doctor. So you never know who's going to be left in the end. So the moral Uh of the story is to just do right, be right. Uh-huh. You know, and uh-huh. don't hold grudges. Be forgiven. And if you're going to forgive him, don't take it out on the child. I know some grown uh-huh. people that still struggling with being mistreated because their mom yeah. had an adulterous affair with their dad who was married. And the family never Baby. accepted them. And, Baby, you know, I, I we, have a girlfriend that has that very issue, and she has all but transferred it to her son. I mean, it's so evident to me. She is a, a, a person who was born out of an affair, but she ended up being raised with the children of that marriage. Um, but she knows that she was the affair baby. And today, 
and she is, what, 36? She has a son, lost her marriage, and is all but transferring that same hurt onto this son. I mean, it, it, it does. If you don't fix it, it will transfer. That's that's just the truth about everything. If you don't fix it and address it, or let it loose, like really forgive it. And, um, and you need to remember, children grow up, mm-hmm. and they remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Yes, you know, do. so yes, you live do. life to be right, and you do right. No matter what the situation is, you got to have a forgiving spirit. And I don't agree with people who say, well, I forgave him, or we still together, but you don't want to have nothing to do with the child. Well, the child is the most innocent person in the uh-huh, entire situation. Uh-huh. And that very child may be the one that has to take care of you. So I just say do right, be forgiving, be loving, and just know life is too short. It is too short. Yes, it is. And you never know what impact you may have on someone. Mm -hmm. Someone just texted me asking me to ask you if you, let's see, what did she say? She said, ask her if she comes to Monroe or Mobile County. Oh, I've been everywhere in Alabama. <laughs> okay, so so you can so when you have a licensure as an attorney, you can represent everybody in the state, or do you have multi licenses where you can go out of state, or you can you just hire whoever you want to represent you in these instances? Well, it depends. You know, I'm licensed in the state of Alabama. I also am licensed in um, some federal courts. Um, However, even if you have an attorney that's licensed in one state and not licensed in another state, depending on the type of case, you know, lawyers can network together. So if I had a case in Georgia, I can simply just call one of my attorney friends that I do cases with and then just associate with them and, um, you know, practice law, but under them. Or we have what's called a PROHEC-V, where I can file an application with that state and say, hey, you know, I want to come in and practice for, you know, on this case or for this time only, you know, get permission. Or I can just merely associate with an attorney over in the state. Most lawyers just merely associate with an attorney over in another state. Okay. So I think since you said that, she wants you to restate your information because I think you might have a client. (laughs) Okay, but I would tell you in Alabama, I've been everywhere, Conecuh County, you name it, Conecuh County down there by Mobile, she know where Conecuh County is. Um, I've been everywhere, but my number is 205-251-8747. I'm also on Facebook as Nikita Perriman Blockton. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Blockton Law, that's B-L-O-C-T-O-N-L-A-W, no K. There's no K. You won't get me if you put a K in it. You know what? I put a K in it. I sure did. I put a K in it. That's why I'm <laughs> And um, also, you know, running for judge. So if you want to learn more about me and my campaign, you can go to at you can go to www.blocktonforjudge.com. That's blocktonforjudge.com, or you can email me at vote at blocktonforjudge.com. So, you know, everything is blocks and law. <laughs> blocks and law, blocks and for judge. Trust me, you'll pull me up. Yeah, thank you so much. We got like 24 minutes before the end of the hour and um, a short commercial break. And then what I do on the end of the show is tell you my little two cents. And right now, it ain't it adding up to be one right now because, baby, we didn't cover it all tonight, and I can't wait to feed this out and see how many people respond to this. It'll feed out, of course, on uh, Facebook, 
through my blog and attachments will be made for attorney Nikita Blockton, hopefully judged to be very soon, but we're going to um, play quick commercial if I can find it because I have to run this thing out by myself and I just be by myself. But I'm just excited about the information that we got out. All my little checklist is really checked off. I mean, when, when does that ever happen? Never, hardly, but we... Even though the Empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the Empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you. Baby, listen, we have talked for almost the complete two hours about some real stuff. You know, we have fun on the show sometimes. We cut up and clown on the show sometimes. But tonight was a serious issue. Talked about child custody. Talked about the difference between it and child support. Talked about the necessity of child support being uh, uh, an agreement that should actually happen outside of the court system. But when it does, we need to have the idea that this is not even about us anymore. This is about the provision for the children who have come from this union. Whether you are married or not, whether you um, got some before you got married, uh, whether you get pregnant during the marriage or not, the, the, there, there are real issues, there are real needs, and we need to address those. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it. I think one of the very first things we need to understand is if you want the relationship, you might not want to start this whole process. Some people be so confused about child support, whether or not I want to do it. I say when you're really sure that you don't want the relationship, it becomes really clear. And that's just from my personal experience. Once I knew I no longer wanted to be in that particular relationship, it was a total shift in focus from myself to the children. Of course, yeah, I'm tied to this person forever because we have shared enough to have two children, but now we have to focus on the children. It is not about who is over his house. It is, you know, we're not talking safety. I'm, I can't be concerned about who and what and all the things that he entertains. I want to make sure that he understands that the the responsibility to our children being healthy is shared between the both of us. I'm just not going to bear it by myself. One thing that I didn't hear tonight from any of the callers that I'm glad is, um, you know, women saying, you know, I just decided I just wasn't going to get no child support, you know, because I feel like I'm strong enough to stand on my on my own. This ain't even about you, okay? You know, I understand, you know, if you Oprah, Oprah don't even have no children, but if you don't have a financial burden, I can understand that, but this is not even about you. This is about the responsibility that is levied once you give birth to this person. Like you cannot make a baby by yourself, so you should not have to bear the burden of it by yourself. You shouldn't have to take someone to court to get the financial compensation or whatever you feel uh, the courts feel that you're due. But sometimes you have to go that route. But when you take it outside of just the money, because some of the men say that a lot, if it's truly about the children and you truly can't find no job and you truly have tried to do all you can to give her the money on a weekly basis and that doesn't help, still be present because that's a part of child support too. It's not monetary, but it's the more powerful part of it. Because when I tell you these two and three and four, all the way up to, like Nikita said, 19 years old, they could care less how you get the chicken nuggets on the plate. They could care less about 
why the house is warm in the dead of winter. They could care less about how much the cost of gas is and those sorts of things when they can get from point A to point B of what they need and what they want. They don't care about those things. That's the stuff that we be worried about. That's some stuff that is adult, and so I need people to step up and be adult about this particular situation. It ain't got nothing to do with you when it's uh, regarding child support. Now, some people take the victim role and act like, you know, I just can't do it. You know, I can't do it myself. I do say that it's support. Now, I can't tell you what the law does, but I can tell you how I personally feel about it. I don't feel like it's right for a woman to just be able-bodied to be sitting around the house and then just collecting a check. Nine out of ten of the times in what I have seen, heard, you know, and know of people, because I don't really have people in my life that I know that function like that, but I've heard that people just be waiting on their check from child support. Yeah, they absolutely get their hair done with child support and their children are running around with their feet nearly on the on the ground. Like when before I ever got a child support check, my children had to have shoes, you know, our children had to have shoes. Our children had to eat. I can't be hungry long because I'm passing out. Do you really think as a mother that I'm going to be full and have my hair done and have my shoes looking nice and my clothes clean and my baby looking like a ragamuffin? That is a legitimate thing that men have to say. We just need to make sure that that doesn't happen. And women who function by, by that manner, men, stop laying down and making babies with these women. I mean, if you know that she works by a, a meal ticket and that she's looking for someone to come up on, you see it all the time in the media when it's lots of money. But it's the same effect when it's a little bit of money. It's your little bit of check. Now, I don't know why all of the phone lines are lighting up now. I guess the guys are afraid that Nikita not going to say something. But actually, Nikita just supported the fact that this is not a male or a female issue. This is a child issue. This is not a favor of the state or the law or the government in the in the realm of a woman versus a man, this is just about who is able to provide the most sound and secure provision for these children. And if it happens to be a man, so be it. But you men have got to stop checking out. If you got a woman who is taking the money for child support and using it for herself solely and you have regular children, the court gonna say, Why are you not coming to get these kids? Come and get these kids and provide what you say you can, but just be sure that you understand the gravity of what you're asking for because I think some men use that excuse to to just not pay, and, and that's not fair either. So I've enjoyed the show tonight. I've had a, a, a good time. I learned a lot. I'm grateful for what little bit that I have uh, given and for what has been provided for me through the course. Baby, I was up at that court all the doggone time. I didn't even know why I was up there. But I'm grateful for having gone and showing up and just being truthful. Just like Nikita said, you have to have some level of, of dignity and some type of, um, I can't even find the word, you have to have some type of uh Center for yourself. Like you, you can't go before the court asking for something astronomical just so that you will have a cushy place. You have to understand that you have a, a responsibility in this as well. And I think that's what most of the men are trying to say. You know, like we're out here. We know that it, you know, shows on the outside in favor of of the woman a lot of the times. But that's that's not necessarily the truth. If you hang in there, I know a lot of men who have custody of their children. I know a lot of men who say that they have gone to have reduction 
in their receipt of child support because it just didn't feel right him getting a check from her. Then I know some men who will duck the system to try not to put anything, anything, any dime towards the place where that child actually needs provision. So if we can see past ourselves, or we can see way past ourselves and get into the background of, of, of situations and understand that it's more than just about us, this is about the future, this is actually what you're saying. I, I, I feel like it. You know, it may not be the whole truth, but I feel like it says a lot when you have to make a man take care of something that is absolutely his. It, it says something about a man who will ask for paternity, when he knows it is his child, but at the end of the day, in the background is the child and that needs provision. And if you're the mama like I know that I am, you're going to do whatever you have to do. Until Thursday, y'all, listen to this song. It is called Background. Have a good night. I could play the background. I could play the background. Because I know sometimes. I get in the way So won't you take the lead You run the show, so let me back down You take the leading role, and I play the background I know I miss my cues, know I forget my lines I'm sticking to your script, and I'm reading all your signs I don't need my name in light, I don't need a star and roll And why gain a whole wide world, if I'm just gonna lose my soul And my ways ain't purified, I'm live according to your word I can't enjoy this life without your wisdom being heard the word to every dancer for a pop star Cause we all play the background But mine's a rock star Yeah, so if you need me I'll be stage right Praying the whole world will start embracing stage right So let me fall back And stop giving my suggestions Cause when I follow my obsessions I end up confessing That I'm not that impressive Matter of fact, I'm who I are A trailer stardust leading to the superstar Yeah Captain of my soul, I was master of my fate, lost control and then I sank, so I don't want to take the lead, cause I'm prone to make mistakes, all these folks who follow me, gon' end up in the wrong place, so just let me shadow you, and just let me trace your lines, matter of fact just take my pen, here you create my rhymes, cause if I do this by myself I'm scared that I'll succeed, and no longer trust in you, cause I only trust in me, and see, that's how you end up headed to destruction, pacing the road to nowhere, pull your life out for nothing, you pull my card, I'm bluffing, you know what's in my hand, me, I just roll and trust you, you call the dice to land, I'm in control of nothing, follow you at any cost, and some call it sovereign will, all I know is you the boss, and man, I'm so at ease, I'm so content, I play the background, like it's an instrument.
safest when I'm in your will and trust your word. And I know I'm dangerous when I trust myself, my vision blurred. And I ain't got no time to play like foolish games. Got plenty aims, but do they really glorify your name? And it's a shame the way I wanna do these things for you, yeah. Don't even cling to you, take time to sit and glean from you. And it seems that you are patient in my ignorance. His ignorance is bliss, it's cause she never heard of this. Take the lead, 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 lead. Oh, won't you take the lead, 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 lead. 